0: Welcome to the CARD Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. The podcast that guides those looking for a home that expresses their unique lifestyle to release creative DNA into their project and have it completed while keeping the artistic vision alive. Now, here's your architect creative, J.D. Carling.
1: Hey, how's it going? This is J.D., minimalist architect from CARD in Orlando slash, well, Winter Park, Florida. Basically, today we're talking about minimalist architecture. And if that's something that's interesting to you, if you're trying to find out if it's something that's interesting to you, I really think that especially the way our lives are changing and society's changing, that it's going to become more of a relevant and prevalent thing that people are going to want. So I think it's really for a person who is like wanting a life that's like designed and specifically built, like the way they move through their house and their routine through the day or the way that They have people come over and they want to put their life inspiration into the home in a structured way. Obviously, you could decorate any home in a minimalist way or any space for that matter or even any detail in your house. A lot of people will upgrade details of their house or closet to be more organized or clean things out. But this is regarding the pursuit to want to have your entire structured built home designed in that way and that's a that's something that you're wanting and i think the problem is or something that a lot of people could run into is trying to find an architect or someone who specifically trained or knows the design skills for the things you want it's a much different set of skills to do a minimalist home like the construction sequence is this is going to sound weird but it's typically like we have a set method is like a b c d like slab, you know, the walls, well, I mean, before slab, there's a bunch of steps, Well, let's say you do like slab walls, roof, cover the roof. Then you start putting windows in, then you seal the building. Well, in a minimalist home, there's a lot of steps that go forward. Then you go back to put in something and then you go forward again in order to get all those invisible details and everything. And so, you know, the phrase like the drop of water is the ocean and the ocean is the drop of water. Like the detail in a minimalist home is the whole thing. And so the sequence becomes different. So finding an architect or a design professional who can really understand that process when they're drawing the spaces and the framing goes in together totally different. So that's something externally you'll need to find. Now, you'll also be wanting to give your vision into the world, right? So you've had this vision of how you want to live and maybe it's not a structured vision yet. You just have feelings or things you want to be able to do in your home. So inside, that's something that you want to get out. And so going through this process of, of having a minimalist home is one that will allow that to, to become a, a reality. And I think that, especially today, because you can you have access anywhere in the world to people. I mean, I work with people that do stuff with me are from all over the world, and it's, it's so amazing. I think you should be able to have that. A lot of, I get calls for architectural services all the time, and They're almost always for things that, like, if they ever looked at our website or our advertisements, it's not a service we provide. I'll get things for, like, code enforcement changes or a bungalow-style home or something like that, and I really want, like, for those people, it's like, go find the person who's passionate, who wants to do a bungalow home. For me, I'm passionate about doing a minimalist home for people, a minimalist design. For me, it's like a sculpture that I'm creating for you to live in and I think each person should be and really is able to today now I know that the minimalist one when I've searched for it is one of the least specific ones that has been supplied like it is very difficult to find a minimalist specific architect and interestingly enough I was looking it up Washington State and Florida are the two number one places. or Washington is number one. Florida is number two places that look for a minimalist architects. And I think that's exciting for here, especially for people who live in Florida, since that's where I'm at. But I think everyone should be and does have access to the ability to get someone who is specifically trained in what they're doing. And I wanted the same thing. Like I was trained, you know, I've been doing this for 22 years and I was trained And from it's interesting if you talk to my wife, I was bugging her since we were like, I think I was 16 or 17 when I met her about wanting to do this minimalist stuff. And I just saw what was around me and I wanted to work on minimalist lifestyle and design. And so I've been training myself. The first thing I did is my mentor told me, you should build your own minimalist house. So as an architect, I was like, okay, if I'm going to design minimalist houses for people, then I should do it for myself first. So in 2013, my wife and I built our own minimalist home, and then since then we've done businesses and custom homes that are, are minimalist, and it's been we've had a lot of good success. You know, good feedback and testimonies from people who say they love living in their minimalist home. So I I understand it because I've had the transition from living in a typical home or a non-specific minimalist home to a minimalist home. Hey, Daniel, it's a huge difference. And my wife always thought, I'm just going to live in a Mediterranean house. So the fact that now she lives in this minimalist home and it's been seven years that we've been there and been designing them for other people, she sees a huge difference too. And I hope to get her on here. We've implemented it and it's really happy to see people that are like, I never thought I could have this home. I didn't even know what a minimalist home was. And now they're in there and we're able to provide that for them. The way that I think the best way to do it is. If you've got something in your mind that you want, it may not even be like a minimalist vision. It may just be what you're wanting for your home or for your lifestyle, or it may be just a a feeling that you have is to meet with an architect and describe what your vision is. And then the next thing that they're going to do is they're going to hear all the the things that you're wanting and the feelings that you're having about where you want to live, how you want to live, what you want it to function like when you're in the house. and. I like to think about it as like a story. My my favorite type of story is like thinking of like a figure skating routine. I know this is kind of out there, but it's what I connect with it is like they come up with this very, very precise thing. And all those lines that are on the ice came from like the feeling of when they listen to this music and they've created, it's almost like a cursive thing. And you're telling that story. And it's a very, very precise story that's practiced over a lot of time. And that's what we do at the architecture is we listen to you about your life. It's like the song. Your life is like the song. And then we're using our skills and the practice and the things we've done to create the story for you. And then after we've received the information from you, what you'll want to get is a review or like kind of an assessment of all your needs, like financially, what you can afford, what type of thing can go on your piece of property what the city says can go on your property and then what you want in the architecture, what the code says, because that's different than what the city says, and then put that together into like a concept. And so it's like, I would say the concept is like the big picture of the architecture that you're going to live in. And that is kind of the impetus or the DNA. So what you're trying to get to is the architectural DNA of what your home is going to be built from. So that's like the assessment and the concept. And then the next step will be To actually get a proposal to design the home and all the things that will go into that. So after you get that proposal from the concept that you've got, then you're going to go into the full design where you're fleshing out all those minimalist spaces and that lifestyle. Obviously, after you design the home, you're going to build it. And the most important thing I would say is to have your architect involved In that process, because the details in a minimalist home are very, very atypical. Like I build a lot of my own homes, but if it's in an area where I'm not doing the build or if I'm too busy and someone else builds it, then it's very important to keep the architect involved through that process. And I really try to commit to doing just a few projects a year. Typically, I've got like three or four a year and I get to know the clients really well. They become close friends. You know, it's a multi-year thing most of the time. And it's almost like we're like family at the end. And in fact, when we build a home, we create a cornerstone with the family's name on it and a special logo specific to that home. And we put, if they've got kids, the kids put toys in there and they put stories for themselves in there. And so my proposal to you as like an architect is that I'm going to really be specific to your lifestyle, specific to your way of living and your family story. As well. So, if you're wanting to consider a minimalist home and you have a piece of property, then you can start that process. And the minimalist home on your piece of property can be assessed. If you don't have a piece of property, designing a home is not really purposeful because each home, like I say this all the time, when I see the neighborhood with the same home on the south side and the north side of the street, it's like, Obviously, you can live there and the utilities function well, but it's not it's just not meant to be even like the very, very specific difference of like the front of your house faces north on a street or south on a street calls for a completely different home. And then each family that lives in those two different homes has a very different life story. I mean, all my neighbors are from different places. All your neighbors are from different places and have different things that, that they like. And so that specific home will look different. That same spot or that same family across the street, that's a different home. And so the first thing is to get a piece of property. So if you don't have a piece of property yet, I do have, if you want it, you can contact me. I've got like a 200 point checklist of what I look for in a piece of property. It's down to like, is there a wetland? What is the setback from the front that you need to help you determine if you can fit what you want on there? And it asks you to check things too, like are the school zones the way you want if you've got kids? Or are you gonna be able to put a roof deck on it if you want to? So the checklist is like crazy. Right now it's not like one of these things on my website that's just like click here and download. Like if you want it, just go to my website and hit contact and then I can send it to you if you're really looking for a piece of property. If you start with this checklist, so many people like will call and say like they wanna design a house and then I find like they don't have a property. You really wanna flesh through a lot of this stuff before getting too far in the process, just to make sure you don't have like a wetland that's not able to be mitigated on your property. I had a buddy recently who bought a property and they didn't disclose that there was in fact an Indian graveyard on their property. And so he's been in this huge thing trying to figure out how do you respect that and what do you do? So you just wanna make sure you're on a sure foot with that and budgetarily wise, you wanna assess everything too. So I think the really fantastic thing about designing your own home is that you it's intentional way of living and intentional spaces, intentional sunrises in your house or intentional sunsets. We we designed our home so that the sunsets on both sides. There's light coming in from both sides, so at the beginning of the day and the end of the day we have that magic hour light. Another house we just did an A frame that had a full view of glass focusing out westward so that when they get home from work the sunset's coming in the a-frame and there's like a ton of oak trees and that whole a-frame type space is not an a-frame it's like a chopped off a-frame called the betty house there's a video on our website of it they get all that light coming in and their kids and they have a great room right there and that's like a gathering area for their family When you have that, like that house is like a sculpture. And Corbusier said that architecture is a machine for living. And I like to think of it, it definitely is, there's a lot of mechanical things in a home and energy efficient things we need to consider. But I like to think of it as a sculpture for living. To me, that adds in that inspirational part of it that I think adds so much more to your life and gives you a story. Like when people come into your home, you're actually helping tell your family story one thing I really like is like my cousin's town in England, there's like 200 houses and all the houses are still named. Like when I write him, when I don't write letters anymore, but I used to write him a letter and he would say Glebe House in Frankton, UK. And so Glebe House is their address. There's no number. And that house was built for that family hundreds of years ago. And that's what we do with like the cornerstone, you know, is we want to do that. And then I got a couple other analogies that I've been thinking through in regards to the architecture, you know, I talked a little bit about how ice skating is like telling a story and I really like how we do that and I've been inspired a lot by breakdancing. When I was in like late high school, early college, I did break dancing a lot and I've always been a fan of it. And I just love how you think you've seen every move and then you're watching a competition and someone does a nineteen ninety like on their thumbs. I don't know if that's happened yet, but they are switching things up and are constantly innovating. And that's how minimalist architecture is. I mean, every type of space or gesture in space has probably been done. But when it's combined with your story and those little things, I'm always trying to look for my clients for new materials, new methods of doing things to add into our vocabulary of minimalist architecture. And so that is something you want to put into it is that Little minute detail that that makes you go, oh my gosh, what is that? And it sticks with you for a long time. So, that breakdancing thing has really inspired me too. And I talked about ice skating a little bit. The other one that I absolutely love and I'd like to equate minimalist architecture to ballet, because ballet, I actually did ballet when I was a kid. And it's so funny because it's actually, I don't want to say boring, but it looks like there's not much going on at times. Definitely, there's like those big moments. But if you practice it, just that one little thing is practiced for hours. Like when you see them like stepping on their toes across the stage, their body posture and their form, all of that has been practiced and critiqued over years and years and years when we finally see it and it's something we pay to go watch. And it's the same thing with minimalist architecture. You're not just covering things up or just going one step, moving on to the next step. It's a carefully curated set and way of doing things. And so I just draw a lot of inspiration from that, from the mentality of the ballet dancer as well. Yeah, like I said, if that's something that you're interested in and you're looking for property, I can provide you with the that spreadsheet that we use. And if you own a property and you want us to look at it and you're interested in a minimalist home, that's something we do too. Just thank you so much for listening. Thank you for that. I appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. If you are ready to start your journey of a lifetime designing and building a custom home or project, sign up for a free consultation at ca-rd.com today. We look forward to the journey together and making something unique for you and your family. If you have any topics you want to discuss or questions about your custom home design for future episodes, send us a message via our website, ca-rd.com. And again, join us next time for another episode of the Card Custom Home and Architecture podcast.